Welcome back to another episode of Keep Pushing. No, like seriously, my arms hurt. Life has been kind of whack lately, but also not terrible. It would be a whole lot better if I took my meds every day, but you know, I like living life on the edge. Clearly, that is why I'm here after all. Not funny. Well, it's a little funny. There's been some changes since our last chat. I got a job, so I'm finally out of the house, which is nice. (laughs) I also have a boyfriend who treats me like I'm actually worth something and calls me beautiful at least 10 times a day. I think I'll keep this one. However, being in a relationship while still recovering and healing is not for the weak. I spend so much time thinking to myself that I'm not worthy of love and question how anybody could love me like this. But I'm slowly learning I am worthy and I am enough just the way I am. So in this episode, we're going to talk about relationships while being disabled. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Getting into a relationship while being newly disabled, for me at least, was definitely a new experience. I've been in two since my injury happened and the first one was fine. I initiated that but also ended it because I just wasn't as ready as I thought I was. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't think I would be ready for this one either. But when you have a partner that understands your needs and does nothing but support you, it makes it way easier. Before this relationship, I tried dating for a couple months, and it's shockingly not that different when you're disabled. Going on dates prior to being disabled was already scary for me, but now it's ten times worse. Obviously, before going on said dates, I would let them know I was in a wheelchair, and they all made it known I was the first girl in a wheelchair that they've talked to. So that already made me feel some type of way. I went into every day thinking they would ghost me afterwards. However, that wasn't the case. The first guy I met with was nice, and after the first date wanted to continue seeing me, and for a little bit, I thought if I wanted a relationship, this was my only option because nobody would want me in a wheelchair. But I'm here to tell you right now that is not true at all, and I'm so thankful I didn't settle. Then there was a couple people I met with, and once they got what they were looking for, or a lack of, they dipped. I even tried getting back with my ex, if that says anything, on how desperate I was. I decided that dating wasn't for me, and it was just ruining my self-worth. I thought I needed someone else to be happy. Just when I thought I had lost hope and was only talking to douchebags or people that I knew I could do better, God blessed me with the most amazing man. In these last few months, he healed parts of me other people damaged, including myself. Now, I hate to talk about this topic knowing my family listens to this, so Dad, if you're listening, fast forward through this part. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The idea of having sex while becoming paralyzed was terrifying. I couldn't do it at all in my first relationship because I was still learning about my new body and was afraid something bad would happen. I was also still wearing adult diapers in my first relationship, so that kind of turned off the sexy for me and thought it would do the same for my partner. You know, I still have these worries every time, honestly. It's scary not having control of your body. I finally got the courage to tell my boyfriend the not-so-hot parts about my injury, and by I got the courage, I mean I convinced my sister to tell him for me because I was embarrassed. And surprise, surprise, he's still here. So I think the biggest, most important thing for not just an enabled couple, but also a regular abled couple, is communication. If you spend every day being scared to tell your partner what you're going through, it's not going to get better. Eventually, you have to open up. There's still some things I haven't shared, but I'm working on it. Can't give away all my juicy secrets, you know? I feel like another big challenge is accepting the fact I'm still me, even in my chair. I'm still a person. Things are just different now. I tell myself that because I'm disabled, no one could truly have romantic feelings for me. That sounds awful, but honestly, it's how I feel in the back of my head. I know it's not true. I guess I just enjoy being delusional. I think the saying, you need to love yourself before you can love someone else, isn't very true. I've struggled with loving myself for as long as I can remember. And I think it's okay to love somebody else while you're learning to love yourself. Because honestly, when you love someone enough and it's a healthy love, you begin to grow. You stop caring about your insecurities as much and start believing that you just might be worth something after all. If you take away anything from today's little chat, I want it to be this. Stop letting your negative thoughts win. You are good enough, you're strong enough, and you're worthy of love. Now remember, keep pushing. No, like seriously, my arms hurt.